0: welcome to the make a happy home podcast i'm your host dustin <laughs> and with me today is the lovely sarah all right i got it <laughs> oh my gosh. i told her i was gonna do that and um, i said i gotta do my old timey voice and she was not happy and so i did it anyway
1: you did you went
0: for it and We're keeping she, it. Right before I did it, she said, Fine, mm-hmm. whatever makes you happy. I
1: did. <laughs> well, that made there me happy. That, there we go. There that we go. made me happy. That's how hey, we'll start our Make a Happy That's Home right. Sarah. Podcast. Whatever it's our makes
0: seventh. Happy. It's our seventh episode, girl. Mm-hmm. And Tim says that that puts us in the top 2% all time of podcasts <laughs> that ever existed. And apparently only it's 2% amazing. of them ever got to episode seven. <laughs> So we're doing something special. We
1: thought we were like, you know, this is going to be a tough one. Today.
0: It was. Uh, should it we sh- so should we tell people an accomplishment. Uh, how hard it is to, for us to record one of these?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we have to be together. Yes. So when you're, you know, just gone a lot. And then when you get home, sometimes we're, it's like, you know, we just, that's not always the first thing. We got to spend time together. We got things to do. And then we have a three-year-old. And that in and of itself, like, she just wants to be with us, and she's so cool, but she she just, like, you know. She doesn't, like, she doing things. She'll just.
0: She'd rather be next to us. Yeah. And, and so usually singing. Yeah. it does not <laughs> make for a good which, podcast.
1: Well, I mean, it could. You know, we could just have this built-in soundtrack <laughs> playing true. in the background. Maybe people would enjoy that. True, but anyway, true. We getting, also have two boys in football. Evie, yes and
0: a 19 year old who is now working who can't help us during the day because she's working so
1: yeah working more we should say because she's yeah now graduated so she's all the time working all the time and yeah so it's just a little more challenging she loves to be with her brothers but she would rather be with us so even though
0: (laughs) i wonder why (laughs) you know because you are the greatest mother Well, I'll tell you why. I'll I'll tell you why.
1: So anyway, we have to really set things up in order to get this done. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah.
0: And why she likes to be with us. Because I'm sitting here at a podcast, on a podcast with you, Mm -hmm. beautiful wife, Mm -hmm. with your 1979 (laughs) headband, uh, if people could see you, which is pretty awesome, actually. (laughs) And I happen to have a blue eyeshadow. You do. currently, and my face is covered with sparkles sparkles you're very sparkly right and now. my uh fingernails are pink they
1: are they are I mine are of every color but right With before
0: both. this podcast i was the guinea pig of a three-year-old's imagination it was wonderful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it bothered me though sarah because she did not paint my nails to specifications <laughs> and as i'm getting older that ocd's <laughs> kicking in and oh. she's like putting a dab on one nail and a smear on another and i'm like listen if you're gonna do it do it right <laughs> So one hand, I actually went back and kind of fixed it just so it didn't irritate me so much. Wow. And I, I got to take it off, though. I really wow. don't want pink nails. Okay, wow. Well. Thanks, Evie.
1: <laughs> thanks, Evie. We fall victim to her makeup kit quite often, don't we?
0: She's a special girl. Yes. And uh, here she we is. are, seven episodes in, girl. I know. To the Make a Happy Home podcast. We've been trying exciting. to figure out it. figure it out out <laughs> figure out it we're just trying to figure it yeah, out yeah. as these first six we're we're making our way into the world of podcasting and all the other things that come with it maybe having a voice and things mm-hmm. to say and and uh, here we are on episode seven mm-hmm. and uh i think this one you know we we you were telling me earlier uh, i think something you know our our family's always been about being kind right mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. kind of had this since we were Man, just kids. Mm-hmm. We were just kids, darling. Mm-hmm. We just kind of thought, hey, we're going to be kind. But there's something else that comes with kindness. And mm-hmm. and you wanted to talk about that today.
1: Yeah, I think thoughtfulness um, is a word that's just really been, been on my mind. I think um, because you see so many people being thoughtless mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see so often um, – so many people being ruled by emotions, yeah. and something that you've talked about a lot lately that you've just really been focusing on is just self-control, um, self-discipline, and I think I think thoughtfulness um, falls in line with with self-discipline and with self-control because um, because you have to actually think about something, yeah. <laughs> right? And you can't—it's not just doing whatever you want. And I think when the kids were um, were really young and and all you know to the present I think it was just a word that always um not just a word but a concept that I think for me it was like situations or things that um you know conversations they would be in or when they would go somewhere and it was just I would find myself saying just be thoughtful you know just just be mindful you know of of other people just be aware you know and I think um I just think that there's that there's a lot of a lot of weight to um, to being thoughtful. And I think that um, thoughtfulness goes a long way in a marriage, in relationships with our kids, in friendships, um, just in families and and in a home.
0: I think there's another word for it, too, because actually it's funny when you said those two words, I like had this little uh, epiphany. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right word but you know thoughtful and thoughtless and i think it's an interesting the way we say those words because thoughtful is to be full of thought mm-hmm. thoughtless is to be have less thought mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting because it's all part of what's going through your your brain your mm-hmm. thoughts your mind so mindfulness is the mm-hmm. same way right? Yes, right be be mindful and it, to me it's it always comes down to awareness right like right. we're aware of what's going on so you so you're not stuck on um you're not just stuck on your own well-being in your own world right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and I, th- I think to be mindful to be aware to be thoughtful is to be able to fill your thoughts to fill your mind with the well-being of others
1: mm-hmm. would you say mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I think I think of it a lot in a marriage um you know, just, just to be thoughtful, just to be a mindful of one another's needs, right? Knowing, um, knowing where someone's strengths lie, knowing where someone, um, just their tolerance lies, like in the sense of just what stresses them out or what, um, you know, makes them feel, um, feel anxious or, or right. whatever, or what brings someone, someone joy and relaxation or, or peace, just being, um, being aware of one another really nurtures our our relationships. Yep. but it'll but it you know it's it's us taking um, taking a step back and not needing something in that moment. And I think that that is something that's so so crucial to relationships right. when we require something of someone, um, when we need you know need someone to respond a certain way in order to fulfill our own, security whatever it is I think that you know we put a lot of of weight on that and I think thought on them and I think thoughtfulness you know it's just it's just it's that stepping back and that being being aware of what's going on right then like in relation to our kids and their friendships I feel like um, something I've always loved whether it be difficult or not is in homeschooling has really allowed this because I'm with, I'm with my kids, you know, in the day or, or, or we're, um, we're with friends or, or, you know, whatever we're doing, um, when they have, you know, conflicts or, um, just, you know, difficult little scenarios, Mm -hmm. right. In, in childhood, something that I always, I just always loved was being able to be there to walk them through those big emotions and those conflicts and 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 plant those seeds of let's look at the whole picture this isn't just about you know how we feel like let's take the other person's thoughts into consideration or you know um and it's not always that that deep right i mean with children but i think just as they've gotten older and life gets more complex and situations and relationships get more complex just being able to um just to interject and, and remind you know r- remind them of just of of being thoughtful and being aware right, right of other people um, I think that it there's just a um, a maturity over time that that you see right when you when you have that that awareness and that um, that that thoughtfulness for for other people I think that you yourself, begin to grow right and you're thinking bigger than yourself and, and outside of yourself it's not just about you and that's an important part of maturity i think thoughtfulness leads to that
0: yeah for me there's 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 levels to awareness right there's okay. levels to thoughtfulness one of those levels it always shocks me is in a home right mm-hmm. a marriage couple mm-hmm. married couple with kids uh, you know, we've we've encountered and mentored and talked to a lot of other younger couples now. Mm-hmm. And we had our own older couples mm-hmm. that we would talk to. I think something that's always shocked me a little bit uh, when I'm talking to, um, you know, married people is you're supposed to know your spouse better than anybody else. That's kind of how I feel mm-hmm. like, like at some point mm-hmm. you live together, you know, they're intricate. Their, you know their intricacies you know their ins and outs you know the things that kind of set them off you know mm-hmm. and i'm always shocked because part of the part of the awareness of a healthy relationship of a healthy marriage or friendship even mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but especially in a marriage is that when you get to know somebody you're aware of the things that they're going through and so you're aware of their triggers and you're aware of the things you know bother them right mm-hmm. And it's it's always been interesting to me and I I remember thinking this and there's a couple of situations that I'm aware of, not even in ours, but I was listening to somebody, I was like, You knew that was gonna tick her off. Right. <laughs> right, right. Like yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you, you what? why are you like you knew this. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't something I'm always looking at these scenarios and these, these um You know, these interweavings of personalities and people. It's like two people coming together. And it's almost like some people were choosing not to look and say, okay, I know this person well enough to know that if I do this, if I do A, Mm -hmm. their reaction is most likely going to be B, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yet then we get surprised when their reaction is is B, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're like, well, why would you? And it's always been a little shocking to me uh, because I think part of what thoughtfulness and mindfulness is – I think we do this well. I'll I'll say this. I think we do this well most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think our humanity kicks in and we get selfish just like everybody else. But most of the time we have our our conversations about like where we're at in that moment. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm tired... Mm-hmm. Um, you do this wonderful job of knowing that I've come off the road and I'm tired and you're like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll carry you mm-hmm. through this season. I'll carry you through this tiredness. And I hope we kind of do this for each other where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll help you get through this season or this season. Mm-hmm. Because being aware is understanding that people, I, people have an emotional tank, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that emotional tank, you know, gets, 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 tapped out i i was emotionally tapped out a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. telling you i felt so empty i felt so tired i had i've noticed that when i have sleepless nights Uh in my 40s they're not the same (laughs) as when i was in my 20s
1: you don't recover from them
0: and i had a a sleepless night i had a couple nights and i gotta tell you i remember for a a few days i internally i just i was i was tapped out Mm -hmm. i I didn't Mm -hmm. care i -hmm. was like uh, and I know I, I kind of probably was a booger, but I also know I, I kind of told you mm-hmm. and you, you handled it really well because you kind of know. I mean, this is kind of what we what we go through sometimes, mm-hmm. what we feel like. And that we both had these seasons. And I think the awareness of these things is 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 important. But it changes as relationships. Um, it changes as relationships kind of go separate. So mm-hmm. you and I are really close. And so I know you really well. And I know. Uh, what's what triggers you? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we even get under each other's skin mm-hmm. because we know mm-hmm. what annoys each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you use that against somebody. And but the farther you go in relationships to like friendships and, and then and then even to strangers mm-hmm. that um, that knowledge of the other person, mm-hmm. it it gets smaller. That line gets thinner. Mm-hmm. and And the reason I bring this up is because although we talk about mindfulness in a marriage relationship, here's the thing when you're down or when I'm down, we kind of know better than to poke the bear, mm-hmm. which we tell our young son, stop yeah. poking the bear with our older son all the time. <laughs> like, you know what this response <laughs> is going to be, so, so knock it off yeah. and then don't come crying to us. Mm-hmm. But as but as the separation with, in your relationships with strangers, mm-hmm. here's the thing about showing mindfulness and grace to strangers is you don't know what they're going through mm-hmm. and you don't know what, what they've been through and you don't know how close they are to their trigger. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you that in today's world, people are really close to their triggers, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're really, really right there. And so your next unkind word or your next thing, you might trigger somebody to do something that you're unaware of Mm -hmm. because you don't know them. Mm -hmm. You don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know if they're in the middle of a divorce. You don't know Mm -hmm. if, if their kids are doing something that is like putting high stress on their lives. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. And so for us, I think part of the mindfulness of our relationships through all of them is to understand how much we know about the other person, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. that's important. That's knowledge. That's mindfulness to me. I know a ton about you. Mm -hmm. I know a ton about my kids. I know your trigger points. I know how far I can go in my conversations. I know how I can pick on you. I know what I can say out there. However, it changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And part of that mindfulness is, I've got to understand that I don't know what this person's trigger point is, so I have to be
1: kind. Right, and it's being secure enough to not have to say something all the time, right? I I think there's something that comes with just knowing when to speak Mm -hmm. and when to not speak. Like when things are just better to just be with a person, right, and not have to have anything to say. Like there's something to that – to being mindful in that way as well, right? That we don't always have to have an answer. We don't always have to yeah. put everything out there, right? We can we can be aware that it could be misinterpreted or misunderstood. And is it even important, you know, right. to say things sometimes? Sometimes we want to say so many things. And I think that's a big part of, um, of you know, of thoughtfulness and, and mindfulness too is just.
0: Right. That harkens back to another one of our podcasts. Remember we were talking about. Sometimes just don't say just anything. Don't say anything. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And and it and it touches on just like um, self control, <laughs> you know, and, and self discipline to just to just not have to not have to right to speak. You well
0: know? who who's the strongest who's the stronger person? I, I always ask I ask people this. I ask my kids this a lot. Mm-hmm. But who's the stronger person? The person who can but decides not to or the person who can and can't control themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. who is the stronger person? And I think society right now is so freewheeling that it's like, Hey, whatever desires you have, Mm -hmm. but that makes you a slave Mm -hmm. to your desires. That Mm -hmm. makes you a prisoner to your needs and your wants. What if, and all of it's funny because we look at religion a lot of times and we think it's a negative, but all the religions, not just Christianity, but all, almost all of them Mm -hmm. have an element of this self-control that you're talking about, have this element of you're not free until you learn to say no, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I, I think it's so important in, in, in our culture right now to understand that. We're in a culture where self-discipline is almost being mocked. Mm-hmm. It's almost being like you're a prude if you, if you say no. But the thing is, you're far more free to control your urges and to control your needs, to control your tongue. If you have control over that stuff, mm-hmm. you're far more free to live who you are than you are if you are undisciplined and com- always compelled by your own emotions. Right. Your emotions are going to get you in trouble mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you have no ability to control that, if your emotions don't allow you to be mindful, because usually it's your emotions that keep you from being thoughtful.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you
0: can't control those emotions, then you are literally a slave to that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you are under control to that. So your marriage can't get better. Your, your life can't get better because every time you take a step forward, you're going to take two steps back because you can't control the urge to be right. Mm-hmm. You can't control the urge to get revenge. Mm-hmm. You can't control the urge to come out on top. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be about you and your urges. That is not the kingdom of heaven that never was and never will be. And it's a huge factor in every type of relationship that we have, including Mm -hmm. with your kids, Mm -hmm. including with your wife, including all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I think, I think you, you are the, all the, it's funny to me because all these things kind of end up merging together, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. everything we talk about, Mm -hmm. they all come from the same source. Mm -hmm. We we break them up into topics because that's the easiest way to talk about them. But the reality is they all come from the same place. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and I think it's getting to that place and talking about that for people and in our marriages, that is going to be so important even in our future, mm-hmm. combating the idea of free freedom with no control, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in our families, we have to we have to be able to teach self control on mm-hmm. all of our parts mm-hmm, that absolutely. allows us to be mindful of each other.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of thoughts on this lately, um, just in families. Um, in marriages specifically because I, well, a marriage, I feel like, um, I mean, it sets the tone for a family, right? For how we respond to our kids, how our, how our kids see the world. I mean, it's like that relationship is their, their first, you know, insight, right? Um, into how a relationship should be. So I think it's so, so important. But lately, um, I feel like I, I've just had so many um, situations just come come to my um, attention, or or just counseling through, you know, with people. And um, I think it's another reason why why just being thoughtful is so important. Because I feel like when we have our desires and we never temper them with um, what the other person wants and needs, it, it becomes one-sided and a marriage is not one-sided. And I think um, we lose sight of that, that um, our, our culture is so, you know, me, self, self-care, self. You know, it's about what I, m- my needs, you're not giving me what I want, you know, mm-hmm. without, again, the thoughtfulness of a marriage is two people, becoming one I no longer am my own right like now it is it is two people together pulling in the same direction and I think that that the danger of of that um just this cultural need to be individual within a marriage it it causes separation right like we've just heard so many accounts lately of people just the the divorce rate in our country alone is just insane right and just um just separation and that's so much of it comes down to just just selfishness and thoughtfulness you know I, I i have one one situation and i think i think it's probably a lot of things but um i'll kind of change the circumstances but it's like um somebody having you know just Love of pets, say you know what I mean. They just keep bringing pets right into the home, and and the spouse does not like pets, right? The more that you, you just keep adding, right, with no thought of like, this doesn't make my spouse happy. I'm gonna do it anyway, right? Because it's what I, because it's what makes me happy. Without maybe finding a balance or just, I think that's a very simple, basic, um, thought, but just these things that, that we can maybe have passions and things that we, you know, we feel strongly about or things that we love or things that we enjoy, but if they don't, if they don't bring peace and if they don't, um, if they don't, you know, fit within the way, you, you know, I don't know, just like your, your marriage or your family, um, functions. It could just be a season. It's not always just denying what you want, but there is a self-denial in, in finding peace, right? In making peace. Like there's always going to be an element of letting go or giving up something yeah. in order to obtain something greater. That is, that's really the kingdom of heaven is all about that. Right, like it's I, letting go totally. of ourself in order to really find ourself and really find peace. And it comes back to, even what you said about not being truly free when we when we just have to have our way, we're not we're not truly right. living or seeing another person or experiencing the joy that comes from a real loving relationship. Right? I want
0: to I want to jump in uh, as we wrap this episode up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said right there, I think it's really important. You said it's not just denying yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not just, and I think the problem that we have a lot of is that we think that if we deny ourselves or choose, you know, to let somebody win, well, then they're stomping all over us. Mm-hmm. But again, I asked this question, who is the stronger person? The person that chooses to let go or the person who can't, Yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. who, who is the person that we would look up to even in a story? I, 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 I yeah. think life, you know, art, imitates life and yeah. you know if you're writing a story your hero mm-hmm. many times is the person who makes the choice mm-hmm. right makes the hard choice mm-hmm. not somebody who has to right and i and i think too often in our worlds we're so afraid of being looked at as less than mm-hmm. that we are we've been trapped in this idea that you have to win everything mm-hmm. right we've been trapped but we can't win everything so you're going to be on a cycle of insecurity your entire life Mm -hmm. right no matter what you can win some but you're gonna lose some and so if you always feel like i can't and you're just holding on like a dog with a bone Mm -hmm. right who is the who is the stronger person Mm -hmm. and i would say that the most peaceful the most loving the most christ-like the most all of the people that i admired are those people who choose Mm self-discipline it's not forced on them it's not Mm -hmm. some religious entity saying do this no it's a choice it's saying I have to be able to deny myself this thing Mm -hmm. and if I can then I have real freedom because sometimes I can choose to and sometimes I choose not to same with it's like food it's like food addiction Uh it's all these other addictions right Mm -hmm. like I can enjoy this sometimes but if I can't say no Mm -hmm. I'm in trouble Mm -hmm. it's the same with relationships and -hmm. and, uh, I think to be able to control that part of us it makes us aware of other people's relate situations mm-hmm. and other things, people's stuff going on around us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a huge part of making a happy home, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Huge part.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a real sense of security in that. Yeah. Right. And and there's so much insecurity in the world. And, and, um, we're actually going to touch on this in the next, um, podcast. We're going to talk about insecurity. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> your right. insecurity showing right isn't that what you say all yeah. the time <laughs> well the <it's> importance <laughs> of of being secure but not not um you know not just not just security in an external way but really inside being able to control right. you know have self-control control our impulses control our feelings and our emotions and the security that comes from the ability to do that um to do that if
0: so. you uh if you uh fully start to grasp this, you understand that you cannot make a happy home if only one person's happy. Mm -hmm. And as I say that I hear our (laughs) three-year-old, I think she's, I think she's done. Uh, hey if you've enjoyed the podcast today i hope you can hear our child the one <laughs> child is holding her back as she's trying to get to us this is life in the lolly home make a happy home we're hit, gonna go hit make subscribe, her subscribe, share like do all those fun things yeah y'all. we appreciate you listening we do we've had a lot i guess yeah, yeah, and uh, we have more podcasts to come so y'all have a great day god bless we'll talk soon out